0: your Daily Dose of Donna. Welcome to the show. Today is Thursday, July 20th. We are nearing the end of the week. We are getting closer. You know what that means? That means that we are so close to the weekend, the best time of the week. Actually, I love a Friday, but also my kids get picked up on Sunday. I pick them up. I mean, not my kids. Like They're not just coming home on their own. I pick them up um, with Lance, of course. We're picking them up on Sunday. And you know what? I have to shout out Lance because Well, this is not like, okay. Men and women are different. Moms and dads are different. And I don't know about your your home, if this is the case in your home, and if you are in a heterosexual versus, you know, a gay or a lesbian relationship, maybe it's a little bit different. But I'll tell you, in my home, Lance could not have been happier to have the kids go to camp and not be home. It doesn't mean he doesn't love them. And I was like really, really struggling at the very beginning. And now they're coming back and he is like, I miss them so much. And I'm like, we have to pick them up already? Like it's so funny how things changed, right? The beginning was so hard for me and now I'm like, oh God. Also, I told you guys that Lance is going to be out of town for a solid amount of time in August. I think the entire month of August, he's going to be shooting a show, and I am going to be solo bombing. So can you guys come over and babysit? Thanks so much. Welcome to the show, those of you that are here on YouTube. Thank you for subscribing. I really wanted to hit 7,000 by Sunday but considering that I'm almost at like I'm like at 6600 subscribers on YouTube. I'm not sure if I'll get there, but maybe today will be the day. If you guys want to hook a sister up, subscribe to the YouTube show below, say hi, give it a thumbs up if you are listening to the podcast or on Spotify, just jump over to the YouTube. It's in the show notes and just subscribe and then leave it alone. Never see it again. If you are watching on TikTok or following over on TikTok, welcome. You know I go live every day at the same time when I'm doing this and, um, okay. I know people struggle when their kids go to camp. I get it. I get it. I struggled too. Like I had a really hard time. And then when I found out that one of my kids was struggling halfway through, that was last Thursday. I didn't share it with you guys, but I had literally, when I tell you one of the hardest nights of my life, hearing that he was having a hard time at camp. It was really hard. So, okay. But we're not here to talk about our kids at camp. We're here to talk about other people's kids who put them on reality TV shows, right? Like, what is this? By the way, you guys, if you have joined the Patreon, I released a Patreon episode yesterday and then I released an addendum to the, not addendum, an additional little tidbit to the Patreon this morning. Um, Make sure to sign up. It's only $5 a month just for extra episodes. I think I want to do a couple deep dives and then about different shows too. And then... It's $10 a month for all that extra content, plus you get a shout out on the show, plus you get to join um, a Zoom with me and do live happy hour once a month, which is so fun because then we just get to get a little buzz together. Okay. couple notes. Tomorrow morning, Bravo Con is officially releasing their tickets to sell, um, to buy. Those of you that don't know, BravoCon is this year, November 3rd through 5th, and it's held in Vegas, which I'm so lucky because it's close to my house. It's a drive away or a, a quick flight, but it's definitely um, going to be, uh, it's challenging for any of you guys that are on the wet East Coast. It's challenging even for me because, you know, when you have kids, childcare, care, and it's expensive. I'm lucky we have a timeshare on the Strip, literally on the Strip, um, so I don't have to pay for a hotel ticket, hotel room which is really cool. But I want, I'm definitely going to be in Vegas, but here's where I'm struggling, you guys. I had a moment where I was like, I don't know if I want to buy tickets to BravoCon. Is that weird? So I need to know from you guys, there's two tickets. I don't know all the details. There's BravoCon, like uh, experts. There's people that are on the BravoCon Facebook group, like so many people. It's about $500 for a regular general admission ticket and $1,200 for a VIP ticket. That doesn't include taxes and fees, okay? So we're talking probably about like six to $700 for the general ticket and then like twelve to 1500 for the VIP, I would imagine, okay? They're also going to have upgrades, et cetera. I am thinking, what if I go to BravoCon in Vegas, but I don't actually go to BravoCon, Instead, I lay out by the pool a little bit, I go shopping. oh it's November, I don't know how warm it'll be i I drink, I gamble, and I meet you guys and like see people in the lobby and like I'll be at the Caesars area, so like I'll see people, but I don't need to be in the room where it happens now, I am not a hundred percent decided, but I just think that there's a part of me that feels like It's a lot of money to just be one of the thousands of people trying to be part of something. And I don't know if I have that in me. If I could get like some sort of a press ticket or whatever, shout out, Andy and Bravo. If you want to give me some sort of a press pass, I would do it in a heartbeat for you guys because then I could get all the dirt. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm on the fence. I should talk to some of the other content creators out there. So, dosers, tell me what you're going to do. If you're planning on going to BravoCon, are you buying the tickets? What are you doing? Tell me. Let me know. And really, we need to get on planning something for a private event, like not private, but like a meetup at a bar. Okay. Now let's get into the stories. Okay. Okay. Let's get into some stories. Where do we want to start? John and Kate Plus Eight are all over the news. And I'm so obsessed with the story because I was such a fan. And I told my, um, my Patreon or my Facebook group, Daily Dose of Donna, that I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to do an entire Patreon episode deep diving this. There is a website, uh, not a website, there's an Instagram account out there called, I think it's not the crystal ball, and she deep dives some crazy stuff that's come out. So there's this Vice show called The Dark Side of the 2000s, and the first episode is all about John and Kate. I'm watching it right now. I'm going to deep dive it for you guys. I'm not going to do an entire, hold on. I felt like I was going to cough. I'm still going to cough. Excuse me. <coughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I'm not going to do an entire John and Kate episode for you guys here on the public show because I don't know how many people are in it. But I will say like stories are coming out. Colin, who is one of the six of the six tablets, has now spoken out how he, you know, was abused, was he, he was isolated from his family. He was sent to mental health treatment, et cetera, et cetera. His sister, one of his sisters, Hannah, corroborates that story, lives with him and John, which is the dad, and talks badly about how they were raised. Now, Maddie, I don't know if you guys remember Maddie. Maddie was one of the the older ones. There was twin girls, Maddie, and who was the other one? Obviously, I'm going to find out for you guys. I'm going to do all the the research. But Maddie has come out on her Instagram stories and and spoke out and basically said in, um, you know, in her Instagram stories that she accuses Colin of physical violence and hate speech after he has claimed that the mom, Kate, has abused him as a child and turned his siblings against him. So Colin has come out and spoken out against Kate. John Gosselin has also spoken out against Kate. Hannah has also spoken out against Kate. Now, Maddie, who's the oldest, one of the oldest has come out and said, this is not true. I have never wanted to speak about this in order to allow my brother to live privately after the conclusion of our family's TV show, but I've been overwhelmed by hate messages in the last few days. I feel like I must set the record straight. Kara is the twin. Thank you. Kara was the quiet one. Maddie was the loud one. Remember that? She was kind of like sassy. Then Maddie says, I do not owe my allegiance to any person who has physically threatened me and every member of my immediate family, some incidents as recent as last year. She continued, further, I will never allow someone who has exhibited hateful and even violent behavior towards others based on their racial identity, gender identity, or religious beliefs to be in my life. So, you know, clearly she is saying that Colin has done this. Um, Here's what I think. There is very clear evidence that Kate used to spank her kids. We know this for a few reasons. We know this because, and like I said, full deep dive, I'll do on my Patreon either by the end of this week or next week, depending on my time. But I think I could probably get it done tomorrow. So we know, we have evidence that Kate has spanked her kids. We have it on video from 2009 when her kids were very young, and then she has a, journal entry that was, I didn't know this, but I found this out yesterday, that was published um, from this man named Robert Hoffman, published either a book or something with journal entries of hers. And one of the journal entries says, and I quote, I'm going to find it though. Like I really should be more you know, prepared, but that's daily dose of Donna for you guys. If you want, if you want to come here and feel like you're in CNN, uh, this is not your show. Okay. So the Instagram account that I'm getting this at is from Katie joy at without a crystal ball. Shout out Katie joy. Do you want to be a guest on my show? Let's chat. Um, there is some, there is a, um, Kate's journal entry from July 6, 2006. She says, we ate tacos for dinner and then went to Target. We got the usual stares in conversation. The six, most of whom have never been to Target, were very good. Maddie was grouchy and received a few spankings with the spanker that newly joined the emergency emergency supply stash in the big blue bus. She eventually happied up. What? the hell. Um, we know these are her journals because she sued the author when the book was released and never denied the authenticity. Um, so it's definitely Kate's journals. Another wait, by the way, drink Candace Cameron, shout out. I look like Candace Cameron. She also has, um, in another, uh, in another journal entry, she says this, Today, this is September 5th, 2006. I believe the kids are two, okay? Two-year-old boys. Today, I was officially a horrible mommy. Two-year-old, six tablets, all of them. Welcome 100 people on TikTok. I failed all the way. I was absolutely awful to Colin, who was awful to me. He does things just to irritate me. I told him at one point to sit in the corner one of a million times, and he disregarded me and threw the one gate on the floor. I am too rough with him, and the girls see that. I feel so guilty that I treated him like that, that I will set out tomorrow to be a better mommy, okay? She, do you remember watching the show? She would walk around with like a stick. And she would walk around with um, all kinds of things, like it was always wait, what is happening that I'm that I'm seeing Everyone saying, "Oh my God, what am I missing?" I remember one of my nursing friends told me she purposely had eight kids to be famous. I wouldn't put it past her for a second. She is a mess, but I feel like every time I read these articles, I feel or these journals, I feel like I have to go like this. I should have a Kate Gosselin wig. I'll tell you guys a really funny story. When I first met Lance and started dating him and then like we got married, I remember he said, the one thing that I will never stay with you for, never, is if you cut your hair like Kate Gosselin. If you know Lance, you know he's having fun and we're having fun. So don't come out and be like, oh my God, you married Jonah Hill. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. So, um, so hold on, hold on. Let's go back to this article. So... She, one more journal entry I'll read for you and then I'll be done here. Wednesday, May 16th, 2007. Remember the six kids now are three and I think the older kids are like six, right? Today, I think I crossed the line with the kids. All was sort, this is Kate Gosselin's words all was sort of fine up until nap time. During nap time, Alexis and Joel trashed their room twice and were spanked both times. They had to stay in their beds for a long time. And when I allowed them to come down with everyone else and five minutes later, they were into the M&Ms with Colin and I really lost it. I pulled Colin up by the hair and I spanked, Hit them so hard. I love them so much, but I was so angry with them. I put them back in their beds for their safety and I've apologized many times, but I still feel very, very guilty. I love them and I saw my dad and myself today, and that really scares me. Lord, I am begging you to help me be a loving, caring, kind, and slow to anger mommy. Please stop me somehow from hurting my kids and help me to be slow to anger. I love them so much. Help them to obey me and not get into trouble, please, Lord. Amen. Okay. So here's what I'm going to say. About this, I am not here to judge angry moms. I have yelled my heart out. Try having two boys. It's like, and I can't imagine having six. I I, I can't imagine. Stop writing in your journal and praying to God. I'm just gonna say that, and I'm sorry if 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 uh, I'm offending anyone that like thinks that that is gonna be the the answer. Go to therapy. If you see yourselves, if you see yourself continuously getting so angry that you're abusing your children spanking them, being too angry, shaking them, doing things that you are not proud of at the end of every single night, stop praying to God and go to a therapist. I did. I really did. I'm not going to lie. I went I mean, I was going to a therapist on and off at that time, but one of the things I talked about was like, I lose my my temper so easily around, and it was especially around one of my kids. And, And it was because, He, and he was not like listening to me and he was a baby and he was crying all the time and it, it made me insane. So I, I don't, like I said, this is not a judgmental thing against moms that lose their mind. Like that's a normal part of parenting. You're not supposed to, or it's not expected that you're just like, namaste child. There's no gentle parenting in this household, but also I wasn't abusing my kids. I wasn't spanking them. I wasn't like losing my Ish, by the way, I did get spanked a couple times as a child. Just gonna say, but I'm okay. I'm okay. Anyway, the whole dynamic between kids and their parents, it's so effed, it's so hard. And I literally, and I can talk to you guys about Patreon about what's going on in my personal situation with my dad. But I had to, I had a moment where I was like, it's okay to cut ties with your parent if they did not, if they weren't there for you, right? We're talking about John and Kate plus eight. Anyway. I will do the deep dive on my Patreon after I watch The Vice story, and we'll go real deep into this. But in my opinion, my gut feeling is Maddie, the 22-year-old, is scared shitless of her mom, still to this day, feels the need to protect her, maybe has a little bit of a revisionist history. She's 22, and I think that – we don't hear from Kate that often, but I think that – um drink. Someone thought I was Candace Cameron again. I think that, um, you know, she has – she's protecting her mom. We've done, we've all done it, right? We've all done it. Okay. Maybe not like in that case, but okay. We are going to continue on. We're going to talk a little bit about Tori Spelling. Tori Spelling has gone AWOL, according to her friends. Her friends say she has gone AWOL because she is now separated from Dean, living in this $100 motel, dealing with the mold. She's not answering her phone calls. She's not answering her texts. Apparently, they're making a big story out of it on Daily Mail or on page six or who knows what – guys, this is all part of the plan, okay? That's all I'm going to say about Tori Spelling. I don't believe anything for a second is is be- below beneath her in terms of getting – a little bit more press. <laughs> I had to like think for, if you're watching the YouTube, like you saw me do a lot of physical activity to come up with that word. That's what I think. You listen to Flatten the Curve. I listened to her podcast, She's Alive. Of course she's alive. Of course she's alive, y'all. She is here. She is definitely, definitely, definitely uh, in on this, okay? She's not AWOL. And by the way, like how many times have you not responded to a friend's text when you're going through stuff? Sorry. It's not the end of the world. Okay. Let's move on. We got a little berated and this is what I need to know from you guys. Let's talk Vanderpump Rules for two secs. Vanderpump Rules is now confusing the crap out of their audience. Why? Because no one knows what the F is actually happening and why Sandoval has now become part of the crew. In this picture, in these multiple pictures that have been released because of fans, because of paparazzi, because of just people taking photos, people are out there and they're taking photos of Sandoval hanging out with the crew. They're up in Lake Tahoe first. Lisa has a new restaurant opening. You guys told me that. I didn't know. And Sandoval is in the videos. He's part of the picture. One fan took a picture of literally, it's like 12 people and right at the edge of the picture are Sheena. Sandoval and Brock. So S- Sandoval is actually in between Sheena and Brock, okay? Arms around each other. W- this is what bothers me. Number one, not one week ago, one and a half weeks ago, I think one week ago, Sandoval was at Sir crying hysterically, right? And getting yelled at by Sheena in the alley. One week. One week, two weeks. Now, all of a sudden they're posting this, these videos and the, their photos, they're clear to, clearly together. Yes, I understand they're shooting a show. Yes, I understand they have to. But here's what bothers me. Lala and Sheena were on Sheena's Instagram stories, or maybe Lala's. I, I don't know. I just saw the article. Essentially berating the cast. I mean, uh, berating the fans. Because they're like, I feel like I'm going to go on an Instagram story rant right now. Because you guys are just ridiculous that you see one picture and you see a couple of videos of us hanging out and you think that all is forgiven. That's just so ridiculous. Like, hello, do you not watch the show? Do you not watch da, da, da? have you even like, did, like almost making fans feel crazy that they are seeing things that are confusing to them? You this is what I'm going to say. Sheena and Lala stopped like the world in terms of coming out and attacking Sandoval for the last six months, right? All the podcasts, all the Instagram stories, all the attack, all the, I will never be with you. And you know, you're disgusting. You talk to this person. I'll never talk to you again. What about uh, Lala saying you're going to connect with Randall? I don't care what it's for. I will never talk to you again. But now they're hanging out with Sandoval. Double standard much? No. It's a double standard. And you expect the audience not to be like, wait, what? I thought you were like besties with Ariana. What's going on here? Right? So, do I judge them for hanging out with Sandoval? Not for a second. Do your thing. You're on a show together. But don't expect that fans are just going to accept it and be cool with it without asking some questions. Right? It makes me question, like, you wanted us to be so team anti-Sandoval, but you're okay with taking pictures with him because it's very easy to just say like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not hanging out with him. We're on the same show. We can be at the same event. Don't get a picture with me and him together. He is not sitting at our table. He's not walking with us. He's not, sorry, you can do whatever you can do. Like I can't imagine that like people can't do that. The choice is that you're hanging out with Sandoval, so at least accept that your audience is going to question which side, why are we flip-flopping so fast, and then say, you're right, It, it does look bad. That's what they should say. You know, audience, I get it. You're right. It does look bad. But things happen. And the truth is this reminds me of like those people that talk so much crap about their boyfriends when they break up or their ex-boyfriends or their ex-husbands. Like they go to every single friend or they go publicly and talk about like this person was disgusting and he was horrible and he was – and then they get back together with him and they expect us to just like accept and be cool. It's a little bit off, right? Um, And, and I think the majority of Instagram like Bravo Instagram watchers feel the same way. Like – what's going on here now sandoval is sandoval has he completely and this is what i'm dying to know because raquel was finally pictured i wonder how much that person got for that picture a photographer got a picture the first picture of raquel in months outside in tucson walking she's wearing a um a hat that says be good to people or do good things or what was her hat i talked about it on my patreon yesterday and she's um and uh be a good person. Thank you. I love you guys. Be a good person. And she clearly has no spray tan. She doesn't look like she's been filled with lip fillers. She doesn't look like she is, you know, dressed nicely. I think she's definitely looking casual. I don't know if this is intentional or not. If she knew the camera was there or not, who knows? That person made a lot of money. I can tell you off that photo. But what do you guys think here? Do you think that Sandoval has completely cut ties with Raquel intentionally to get back in with the crew? Because if he's still in any cahoots with Raquel, Rachel, can I just call her Rachel now at this point? We can call her Rachel, right? If he's still in any cahoots with Rachel, I don't think that there's any chance that they're going to accept him back. But maybe I'm wrong. Oh, your answers are so funny. No, yes, no, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes. So let's do a poll. I'll do it on TikTok Live right now for the 100 of you guys that are here. And then I will um, ask you guys in the YouTube uh, feed to to let me know what you think. The question is, do you think Sandoval and Rachel are still together? And you guys are going to answer for me. Um, I can't finish the word together, so you're going to have to just get it. Okay. Uh, Yes, no. There you guys go. All right. Why does it have a five-minute poll? How come it's not there? (laughs) Well, that was a fail. The last time I did a poll on my live, it like showed right up. Okay. Well, it's not there. Anyway, a lot of you guys think no. The majority of you guys think no. I don't think no. Um, Can you guys see the poll? Interesting. Okay. So I didn't like that. I didn't like the Lala and Sheena shame. I felt like it was a little bit not cool. You have to understand. Okay. You guys can see the poll. 72%? No. Yeah. Keep telling me what the numbers are. You guys, thank you. Okay. Little quick moment on real houses. Real. I can't say real housewives anymore. You guys, it's over. I've lost the ability to say it. I'm going to say rock. Housewives. OC Housewives. Let's talk about it. Oh, you guys. I'm struggling. I'm trying really hard to be into it. I watched it today on my walking pad. Got a lot of calories burned. Went went months. I mean, went miles. Tamara is the only thing that's interesting because she's actually bringing the heat. Like even when Gina goes after Heather, it's boring to me. I find it all kind of boring. But yes, Tamara definitely had a little bit too much tequila at this dinner and she did not hold back. Now, Jennifer Pedrante is the new girl who's like, at the, she's getting the wrath of Tamara in this episode and for the last couple episodes because Tamara and, and Jennifer used to, Jennifer used to work out at Cut, and she Tamra is like, I didn't bring her on the show, but Jennifer says that Tamra did suggest her to audition a few years ago. Jen is very, I actually like Jen. I have to say that. I I do I think she's with the right guy, her boyfriend Ryan. Absolutely no. Does he come off like a Louis 2.0 from Jersey? Absolutely yes. But I feel for her because she's owning her mistakes, and she's taking accountability in one episode she said, "I understand that I am triggering people that have been cheated on. I understand that at this, but I am okay. I am good i am I am exactly who I am, and this is who like I'm good with my decision. So I like the accountability taking, and I like that she's not heightening herself to Tamara's level because Tamara got pissed, and Tamara got pissed. That's how Tamara says, I'm pissed. And she took the napkin and she threw it at Jennifer's face. And Jennifer didn't react. Did you notice that? She's taking the high road. She's not yelling back. She's staying calm. And then Tamara came back after taking a couple more shots and like really too drunk, I think, for Tamara. It's it's a little too much. And she comes back and she's like, I am livid, she says to Jen after she just threw the napkin. I apologize for throwing the napkin, but I am livid. And this was Jennifer's response. Silence now, if the story is true that Tamara used to be in on the joke with Jennifer saying, "Oh my God Ryan's so hot, oh my God, the hot gym guy blah, blah, I think I'm gonna hook up with him like as a joke and then now a couple years later she's giving Jennifer shit for actually being with him that would suck but like pull up the receipts let's see the text messages right I I I think there's a little bit I hate to say it because you know I love Tamara, but I do think there is a little bit of some sort of like an envy situation here that she's with Ryan. And I don't know exactly what it is because I think Tamara's very happy with Eddie. It, I feel that she's happy. I don't think she wants to be with Ryan. But there's something that that's triggering this I wanted to get the attention and you got it feeling. And I don't know if you guys feel that. I have friends that I've experienced this with in life, you know. I actually had a dream the other night where I was with a friend, I mean, a friend and we were out and I had a crush on Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Kimmel, I was like in love with Jimmy Kimmel in my dream. And then she and Jimmy Kimmel were hooking up and I started beating her up in my dream, like for real, for real, beating her up in my dream. And then Lance woke up and he's like, babe, what are you doing? And I guess I hit Lance. And I was like, it's for Jimmy. I like Jimmy Kimmel. Um, yeah, so either Tamara's just trying to find a story, which I don't think she needs, because the stuff with Shannon would have been good enough th- to this point. No, I felt bad for the new girl that was sitting at the d- the table, the acting coach. I think her name is Lauren. She seems sweet, but I love how she's like, Ooh, ha, ha, "Whoa!" huh, huh, woo what's happening? Oh, okay. And then Tamara comes back and Tamara's like, what are they talking about? She's like, well, she thinks that she's just like us, right? She's watching. Oh, the poll ended. So I got the answer. 75% of you do not think Sandoval and Rachel are still together. Yeah, I agree. Um, So we'll see what happens, you guys. OC, oh, I want it to get better. I don't really feel that excited about it in this moment. Um. What about Shannon shopping for consignment clothes and spending $3,000 on a Louis Vuitton bag? Huh? What? Confused by that one. Um, okay, what am I saying? Girls stealing my boyfriend, except no one's ma- wants my husband. Oh my God. This, is, this was like one of my earliest memories was when I was in high school and I had a huge crush on this guy named Micah. Mm, I think it was actually the more Jewish name. It was like Micha what if he listens to this show? And he was my sister's age, two years older than me. And I was in love with him because he could sing and he was like an actor. And I invited him over to my house. I was a sophomore and I invited him over to my house and he ended up like wanting to hang out with my sister, with me. Like he was like, where is she? Where is she? And I was like, I I don't know. And then he told me later, we were like probably – getting stoned or something or, like, smoking a cigarette because we were, you know, 16, 17, and, which is not okay. I'm just saying the truth. And um, and he said to me, oh, my God, I have the biggest crush on, on your sister. The way my heart sunk, and then I saw him. I saw him just last year at a Dave Matthews concert with his wife and kids, and they had, like, a really nice box. And he didn't look good. So I'm happy I didn't end up there. I mean, he's very sweet. Very sweet. If you're listening, very sweet. Very cute. Cute face. Okay. I'm (laughs) going to filter-free Donna. You guys, I love you. Thank you so much for joining. Again, we're wrapping around the 30-minute mark. Appreciate you guys, dosers. Let's get into the Facebook group today and talk about all the times where the boys that we had crushes on or the girls that we had crushes on chose people that weren't us, but like our best friends or our sisters. It's so effed. All right, you guys. I'll talk to you later. Have a great day. See you tomorrow on Friday. Bye.